Ugh. I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah, I mean, you, I you either it. you either heard that or this episode started with me going ah into yeah. a microphone. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. Know. Only time will tell. I only I already opened my water can, my can water. I only have rustles of candy wrappers. Good. And, Very good. And maybe the faint sound of a cat purring. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to end. our, welcome to the world's worst ASMR episode of anything. <laughs> My I've cat. seen, hey. I've seen things, Dale. You've I've seen, seen things this week. Things. I've had weird experiences in media this week. God. But before that, oh hello, Internet. <laughs> Welcome to Say Report Jr. Show you should be listening to, subscribe to, and for some reason downloading every week. So talk over the crinkle, crinkle. Crinkle, crinkle. I'm one of your ghost companions. Zach Sarah. And I'm your other host companion, Dale Decker, and Ruby has finally sat down. Nope. Changed <laughs> her mind. Oh, because you said her name. I did. She, uh, got, she, she looked at the keyboard and was like, what's that? So yeah, so how you doing, Zach? Oh, I'm good. Yeah. I've got three things in I took notes. I took notes. I listed <laughs> three things to talk about. Those are notes now because I needed to remember. Um, I'm trying to think of where to start. If you wrote them down, then they're notes by definition. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus pro, uh, premiered today, uh-huh. and after like half a day of nobody being able to use it because everybody was trying to use it, finally got it working. And I watched a pilot or something. I watched the first episode of something, was and it, it was strange. Was I it... bet in a million years you will not guess the words about to come out of my mouth. Was it The Mandalorian? No. I mean, yes, I watched that, but no. Not the one I'm thinking of. Mandalorian is great. First episode of Mandalorian is great. That's all I'm going to say about it, because it's the first episode of a thing, and they're doing, they're not doing uh, full season drops. They're doing weekly episodes. Oh. So there's only one episode of that, and I haven't watched the one episode of the Jeff Goldblum travel show yet, but I'm going to. So there is a Jeff Goldblum travel show. Oh, yeah. no, that's That's a real thing. Yeah, because um, part of that di- part of the Disney Plus, um, part of the Geographic. Disney Uvra, yes, is um, National Geographic, and so they got Jeff Goldblum to do a National Geographic travel show for Disney Plus. That is just him going around being fascinated by things. Well, it it's like... just Jeff Goldblum walking around places and going, "Wow," for like half an hour. <laughs> it's incredible. Incredible. Um, but no, I watched a show where the pilot. I thought was going to go every five minutes. I thought the show was going off in a whole other direction. I was like, how is this the introduction to these characters? How am I supposed to, what's going on? You didn't even name half these people I've seen on screen. And I'm talking, of course, about the Boy Meets World pilot. Oh, <laughs> interesting, interesting. I watched the Boy Meets World pilot today. Interesting. Because I was like, I really should rewatch that show at some point in my life. Yeah. And I could not. Like, seriously, every five minutes, I could not tell you what I thought the end of that episode was going to be. Like, what the big moral, like, Mr. Feeney lesson, basically, was going to be at the end of this episode. Because I knew it was coming. Yeah. It's a very stringent formula to that show. (laughs) Which is, uh, Corey Matthews does a bunch of dumb stuff, and Mr. Feeney sits his ass down and teaches him something. Yeah. That's the show. So I was like, what are we going to do? Because the show opens, first off. So, Sean Hunter's in this episode, never named. He just yeah, sits at a nope. table, talks to, to Corey for a whole episode, like, in three scenes, never get a name. Nope. Number two, 
Topanga does not exist. Nope. She's not even in the second episode, because I watched that too. <laughs> uh, so, like, the whole episode is Corey wants to go to a baseball game. Yeah, it's like the, the it's supposed to be like a Phillies game. Yeah. He's going to go to the Phillies game. And then uh, Eric has a date and decides he's going to take a date to the game instead of Corey. Yeah. Cool. So is that going to be the kind of, like, is that going to be the dilemma of the episode? Well, kind of. That's just a thing happening to Corey this episode. That's a thing that he decides means that no one in this family loves him. I'm going to go live out in the treehouse instead. Yep. So he goes and does that. And is that really important to the episode? Not really. It plays off for like one scene. And then for the rest of the episode, he's just not living in the house. And then at the end of the episode, he decides he's moving back into the house. So that's not really the dilemma. Nope. nope. <laughs> then he straight up has a whole conversation with Sean about skipping detention and going to buy scalped tickets for the baseball game. And you would think, oh, so this is going to be like like right at the gate, very first episode, it's going to be an, oh, my God, Corey is lost. He took the bus when he wasn't supposed to. And, oh, my God, where is this 11-year-old child? Nope. That never comes up again. He just goes to detention. So <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> so that's never a problem. <laughs> and then he thinks that Mr. Feedy, like, didn't get a date. And so he felt bad about it. And so he was like, all being pissy about like family and love because they're learning about Romeo and Juliet yeah, and yeah. that's the lesson because then all of a sudden he gets into a, he gets his big his big uh, monologue lesson is Mr. Feeney teaching him that love is important because families love each other that's the, the lesson of the pilot of Boy Meets World <laughs> what <laughs> so there's a lot of that that I remember seeing, but I don't remember it all being in one episode. Right? It felt like four different episodes. Because <laughs> the second episode is Corey wants money for a squirt gun, so he, like, paints the fence to do it. Yep. And then screws up paint, or no, he paints uh, Mr. Feeney's shutters and accidentally sprays the fence behind them, so he has to fix the fence. And it's a whole thing about, like, his dad doing all the work. Uh, doing a bunch of work and Corey not being a kid because he wants to get work instead so that he can get by the, the squirt gun. It's like a whole thing, yeah. but it's all one coherent episode. It's all one episode that is solidly about he wants this squirt gun, and so he decides he wants to work, and whether or not like it's he's too young to work because he should be a kid instead because otherwise he'd become a cranky old man. <laughs> like that's the whole lesson. Cool, one episode, got it. That pilot was like, what? It's got, why? Why do I need five different storylines for this? Because I got to show you everything. I got to teach you everything. Kinda, and it really is. It kinda. really is that like, oh, it's because we've decided he, what he needs is a distinct plot with every of character in his life in this opening, in this yeah. opening episode. We're just going to show you snippets of the people who will but, show up. Right. It's the brother plot. The, it's the Eric plot, the Feeney plot. The, Morgan's even got a plot for oh, of course she does. this episode. And his parents have a plot in yeah. this episode. <laughs> I will give them consistency though. The girl that he that for for a pilot to second episode continuity, they bring back Eric's date. They bring back like like it's the same house. There's no like major structural building changes. Yeah, it's fairly consistent. That's good. Good for 
for you. They do, boy, they do add Minkus. They do add Minkus in episodes. Oh, Minkus is the best. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Girl Meets World. There's a kid in Girl Meets World whose dad is Minkus. And, like, first episode, I'm like, this kid's dad is Minkus. There's no way he does not come from Minkus's loins. Does he? Does he? Does Minkus show up in Girl Meets World? Yes, he does. Oh, thank God, because he's in One Tree Hill, so I get to watch Boy Meets World, and then like when he disappears off Boy Meets World, it's when he goes on to One Tree Hill for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, he he shows up in Girl Meets World, and it's just hilarious. It's so uh, good. Uh, I miss Girl Meets World was good. I really liked Girl Meets World. All <laughs> three seasons. Three seasons of that show. I didn't realize there was three seasons of that show. I know. I I really want to go back and watch it because I I my like experience with Girl Meets World was really just like an episode was on here or there and I would watch it and usually cry because I <laughs> because the thing was is that I knew enough about the characters because I watched the first like maybe three episodes. So I'm like, okay, I know who your characters are. I know what your characters are all about. I know how I'm supposed to feel about these characters. And, oh, it's just like every episode of Boy Meets World that makes me cry. It's like every episode of Girl Meets World makes me, Girl Meets World makes me cry. And it's, it's great. They did a really good job, I think. <laughs> is Mr. But, Feeney a ghost in that show? No. Or is he alive? He's alive? Okay. Some of us have been, might have been joking when they mentioned Mr. Feeney. I believe he's alive. Because uh, I think they... <laughs> I believe, does he interact with anybody? No, I think they actually, I think there's an episode where they meet Mr. Feeney. Or they bring Mr. Feeney in, like, because they, they really need him to talk to the kids also. Is that just the pilot? That's not the pilot, is it? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember the order of events. I don't even remember the order of events of, like, Boy Meets World. Because... I just remember that show in snippets, and I remember certain scenes and certain certain like episode plots, but I don't know when they happen. All I know now is that at some point Adam Scott shows up as a high school bully, which try to wrap really? your mind around that idea. Really? Yes, yes. The high school bully that deals with um that that is in in the high school years of that is Adam yeah. Scott. That's the, crazy. Um, and the the uh, and the uh, the redhead that's their college that's Eric's college roommate that actress is a porn star now. Oh, that's yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> this is what I know about the history of Boy Meets World at this point. <laughs> Somewhere Andrew Lawrence shows up, and there's like four different. There's like Eric uh, uh, Sean con consistently has brothers yes. that just show up for an episode yeah. and disappear again. Yeah. So when um when Andrew Lawrence shows up, that show that's when I remember it the most. Because it's a Lawrence brother for for A's, but for B's, uh, it's like a plot line where Eric, Sean, and hit that character's the Lawrence brother's character's name, which I don't remember. I I don't either. I remember him as Eric's roommate and yeah. Sean's brother. Yeah, half brother, half brother. It's half brother. So like they live together. But there's also a, an area where like Sean lives with the the cool teacher with like the, Mr. Turner. Yeah. Mr. Turner, with the motorcycle with the and the motorcycle. jacket. Yeah. yeah. And so Sean lives with Mr. <clears throat> Turner. And then I think there's overlap where all of them live together. All four of them live together. And I'm like, yeah, this is the show I want. I want to watch these four guys living together. You just because... want brotherly love with Mr. Turner. Well, because you they're want... like, 
best characters. <laughs> They're all of the best uh. characters in one roof under one roof. I'm like, yep, this is all I need. This is great. This is throw in um oh oh what's her name? Angela? Yep, thank you. Throw in Angela and like throw in Angela because she needs to be in the show too because she her the introduction of Angela changing like game changing to that show that's a show she... that somehow has like three different eras and each of them actually is pretty strong mm-hmm. i would say its weakest one is these early years and they're still pretty oh, yeah. good it's just that the early years are the most like family sitcom yeah until it becomes like well, its own it was... show with its own lore later yeah. on basically yep. yeah yeah that's that's definitely one i didn't realize it would be on disney plus but it was one it's one that i'm like i'm going to rewatch this and actually watch it with a cognitive mind you know what else you can watch on Disney Plus? Speaking of the Lawrence Brothers, you can watch Horse Sense. I do. And the ship, and the ship one that came after it—that's the sequel to Horse Sense, but not called Horse Sense Two. Yeah, it's like it's like um. Shipwrecked or shipwrecked. something. Yeah, something. Um. Also, the other me, <laughs> yep. talking about the Lawrence Brothers. The other me, I fucking love the other me. That movie is so good. That's a movie where he. That's the movie where he uses a comb to stir water, and that's what makes him a he clone, clones right? Himself. So he gets he gets a kit, like he gets a a kit or something, a science kit. Oh no, he's, he thinks it's sea monkeys. He yeah. thinks it's sea monkeys, he and he uses the comb to stir the sea monkeys into the tank, and yeah. then it turns out to be cloning juice. Yeah, <laughs> because he gets like the wrong package <laughs> or something. It's like the wrong. Yeah, they get the wrong oh, package. I miss that era of Disney Channel original <sighs> movie. Damn it. <laughs> Well, you know what other movie I'm really excited to see? And I don't remember <laughs> what it's called. But it's got Tia Tamari and and um Tia <laughs> Tia, Tia Tamara? Yeah, like, Tia and Tamara Maori? Is yes, that what you're trying to say? No, I'm trying to think of their brother's name. Taj. Oh. Taj. Taj. Yeah. Tia Tamara. Is it the one with the dogs? Huh? Is it the one with the dog? No. That okay, one I'm excited to watch again too, though, because <laughs> I fucking love that movie too with the little little dog and it's Taj Mahari and he has to take care of the dog and then it like runs all around town. I'm excited to watch that again, but this one is with the it's with the Maori family and it's about Taj, I Taj Mahari and I wanna say. don't know which sister but oh that's sounding familiar now that you say that only one of them's in it because i remember that being yes but all of them are in it does she does the other one come into it at some point i cannot remember because they jump in a pool and become young or they become young and then they jump in a pool and become old again i don't i don't remember it's so i love that you're making no sense whatsoever it's great google because you have the internet right I do. Google. Let me get on IMDb. You're better at this than me. Or just Google Maori siblings. No, I'm going to just look up Tosh Maori's IMDb There's page. definitely, yes. uh, maybe I'm mixing up. Maybe it's not the movie where it's hey, a couple here's becomes a quick question. young. Spell Taj Maori for me. T-A. Oh, it's an H. There's an yeah. H in there. That's what, yeah. that's what I missed. Yeah. I'm hey, pretty he's sure. three years older than me? Okay. Anyway. I'm pretty sure. Uh, 17 again. 
Yes, oh. I'm not kidding. It's actually called 17 again. It's one of the first things that pops up on here. Is it called 17 again? It's called 17 again. And it's about, is it Taj and... While divorced and bickering grandparents watch their grandchildren, yes. a lab experiment goes awry, yes. transports elders into teenagers again. Yes. Yeah. That movie! Oh, right, because is, isn't is it like, is, is one of the sisters, the? I forget how that works. So I forget she, how that... So, one of the sisters, so it's, I think it's Tia is is playing the sister. And then when the grandmother gets younger, she also just looks she like be- her. She right? becomes, it's Tamara. I could have them mixed up. Young Cat and Young Jean. Yes. Yeah. Grandma Cat and Grandpa Jean. Yeah, so it's that. So is Cat, is Young Cat. Sydney's, right. Tamara or Tia? So no, so Young Cat is, so uh, Tia is Sydney. So yeah, so I had it right. And Todd Willie. And then Tamara is Young Cat for remembering (laughs) i love that movie so freaking much because i think there's a storyline where tomorrow like i think that could be a different movie too though i don't know i can't wait to watch that again is it called 17 again i almost said that but yes, it's because Seventeen again is the name of another movie. Well, I so know it throws that. You off. Yeah, yeah so I it love throws that you off movie too. Say it. But I almost uh, did say Seventeen again. But as yes, the it title. is called Seventeen. I love that. I'm I actually love on the page so right good. now to make sure so it's actually up here, and I'm trying to sort out the one big problem I have with their dang search uh, with their their listing. Who? Uh, Disney Pluses. Oh, the is Disney. That if you go blank. to the movies, yes. If you go to dis, if you go to just A to Z. And sort them. Yeah. It will anything that's like officially labeled Disney blank or Disney presents blank will yeah. all be under the D's. And so like halfway through the D's, all of a sudden you're seeing stuff that starts with like S and B and X and everything because it's that's Disney crazy. blank. Disney blank. Um. I hope it it'll be on there eventually if it's not yeah. on there yet. So both both twitches are. Yes. But I, I don't think 17 them, again is. It will be eventually. I'll be able to watch I'm sure it again. I'm sure it will. I'm so yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't think... Yeah, that one's not up right now. But yeah, so... Oh, my God. Smart guy. Smart guy should be on Smart Disney. Smart guy's up there. Smart guy is up there, Yeah, yes. okay. Because I can't wait to watch that again. I really have a, hu- a big love for the Maori family. I just need... Like, I really do. <laughs> They were a lot of my childhood. A lot of my growing up was was surrounded around that family. And it makes me very happy. <laughs> yep. It's a it's a, a they're they're very good actors. Smart guy is excellent. Yep. I remember the episode yep. about chess where they figured out the best way to beat a computer was to do something dumb to start and confuse it right away. Yeah. <clears throat> this episode where like uh He's, like, testing out a video game for these... Oh, I just need to watch Smart Guy. I'm so excited to watch Smart Guy again. Sorry. I don't know where this is going. Um, It's going nowhere. We've said all the things. Also, there's just, like... I will say some of the good things that Disney Plus does actually do is that there's a collections thing. Yeah. So it's, like, all the Disney Channel original movies under one thing. Or Disney by the decade. And it just goes... There's everything that released in each decade. So that's good. It's yeah. just that it's not it's not like the smoothest UI Disney. You multi billion dollar owner of everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, I um I looked at it on a computer earlier today, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, because I saw how it collected everything. I'm like, that's good. That's cool. I like that. And then I was able to find Jonas. <laughs> oh, the Jonas Brothers. Have you ever seen that show? Of course not. It's magnificent. <laughs> it is magnificent. I was a Naked Brothers Band fan myself. I'm just... Okay. I was it. I've never watched no, either of those. I know. Okay. <laughs> you should watch Jonas. It's magnificent. It's incredible. It really shows Nick's uh, where Nick's acting career began. Uh, doesn't it show where all of their acting careers began? He's the one who has an <laughs> acting career. Kevin. Kevin's busy being a father and a husband. Kevin's busy Joe... being the other one. <laughs> yeah, which means I, I always love Kevin. Joe is busy being Joe Jonas. And Nick has been in a bunch of movies since their breakup, which was apparently his fault. Because I he wants to go do other things? I think so. I think it was just like, it, because there was, there's been, when they were getting back together. I'm clearly the together, Andrew Lawrence of this family. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> when they when they were getting back together, they were people were like asking like, "Oh, was there feuding?" Blah 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 blah. And there were there was a question. They did the, I think it was with James Corden, and they did lie detectors. And one of the questions was, "Why did the brand band break up?" And it was Nick on the on the lie detector. He goes, "It was because of me." And it was true. I'm like, "Oh my god." No. When you find out that Nick Jonas actually killed someone one night, oh they God. went on a hijinks adventure to hide the body, and at the end of it, they decided oh. to go their separate ways. God, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, Jonas Brothers. Um, so, uh, and yes, the Ma the Mandalorian, the first episode of the Mandalorian is excellent. Um, I'm not gonna go like too much into it, but Werner ha uh, Herzog is in it for some reason. Werner Herzog is a guy that just shows up on shit. Uh, I watched a weird horror movie once where he was just the voice of an alien for no reason. I don't know where they got Werner Herzog to do this, but he's just the voice of an alien. Um, and then someone asked him what it was like to work with John Favreau, and he was basically like, "Who?" So he just, it's <laughs> like, "Oh no, I've never watched any of his movies before, so I didn't feel any pressure whatsoever to work with the guy." <laughs> um, and I mean, that's a way to go into a situation. Sure. The last thing I will say about Disney Plus is um, uh, Star Wars. Of course, all the Star Wars are up there. Yeah. Um, I love the ridiculousness of streaming rights. So, all of Star the, all of Star Wars is up there. You know, it's not all up there. Marvel, because <laughs> Disney spent years selling off the streaming rights to Marvel as they went along. Yep. Until like three years ago, when they decided they were going to make Disney Plus. So like. Endgame and um, and Infinity War up there. Captain Marvel's up there. I saw uh, Captain America, but I don't know which. The three Captain cats, America all is. three, all three Captain okay. Americas are up there. Or at least there's posters for them. I haven't clicked on them, so I don't know if one of them has like a date yet. Because a bunch yeah. of stuff if you click on, it'll be like it'll be available here or there. Um, but like the original three Iron Man, Iron Mans are up. Man. But like original Hulk isn't. Uh, the three Thors are up. Uh, I don't think any that. of the Spider-Man things are up. None of the right? Spider-Mans are up, and that's a Sony thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so funny that just, like, Mar they, like, spent all this money on Marvel, and they put all this together, and they don't even own their own shit to put it yeah. on their own website. Exactly. Um, but the but the best one, though, is for Force Awakens. Um, the only reason Force Awakens is on here is because they had to make a deal with stars that they would run an ad for stars at the beginning of Force Awakens before <laughs> the movie. What? 
because they had, it's the only way they got Force Awakens on the website. That's insane. Because <laughs> they, they needed to have all of those since it was premiering so close to yeah. Rise of Skywalker. So they made a deal with Stars that it would run an ad. Oh my god. Um, That's insane. And then, uh, of course, because it wouldn't be a Star Wars re-release without a hot and greedo like fuck up. Have you seen anything online today about the hot and greedo fuck up? I've been I have been staying off of the internet because oh, yes. of Pokemon. Good for you. So, so uh, <laughs> No, I have just, not. So um hmm, how do I wanna introduce this controversy? Um uh, I'm just gonna say McClunky. You know what that means? What? No one knows what that means. What? No one knew till about an hour ago. So What? So is this a Han shot first scenario? This is, well, hmm. This is an update to the update to the update of the Han shot first scenario. Oh so, if anybody out there is too young to never have seen an untainted but version an of Star Wars, version. yeah. <laughs> the original version of New Hope, the original Star Wars, no episode title, no New Hope title, the introduction. Of Han Solo, he just shoots Greedo during that conversation. Yep. He shoots first, he kills Greedo. Mm-hmm. It's it's super smooth. It's also super bad. Yeah, it makes be, a bad well, guy. It's yeah. the, why it's why Diego Luna's character in Rogue One is an asshole when you meet him because yeah. the people who wrote Rogue One went, no, it's okay for these people to be bad people. Yeah. Yeah, so they were like, we can't have Han be, we can't have Han outright shoot someone, right? Because he so is it, a good per, he is a good guy, he is part of the good guy team. In nineteen ninety, so changed it. Yes, in nineteen ninety seven, when they do the first re release of Star Wars for the VHS like special editions, George Lucas is like, by the end of the third movie, he's like, well, Han was such a cool character. I think he was. I never really wanted him to come off as such a bad guy. I think it would be. Uh, we're just gonna change this, and all of a sudden, Greedo shoots first. Uh-huh. And because it's the the fucking home video release, and nobody has another version of it, creates a whole fucking shitstorm for twenty years about who shot first. Fast forward again, which is after hilarious. the after the prequel trilogy is done, and they do all of their re-releases for those, and now you can get like just as as um. And this is before Lucasfilms is still its own thing. This is before Disney does anything. They're, they're, they're doing more DVD releases, and they're like, what if we tried to fix this, but not by going back to what it was originally? What if we tried to make it so that they shoot at the same time, and it just looks like it's a standoff, and we get one of those cool shots where you see two guns go off, and you don't know who's shot until someone falls over. Exactly. Yeah, cool. Let's do that. Except that the shot can't be done that way because that's not what happened. And so the response is to very poorly edit Han Solo ducking away from the shot. So his head is very badly edited to duck away, and then they, like, overlap the frames. It's a whole thing. It's so bad looking. I don't looking. think I've ever seen that. That is the, the latest version of that. Up until now, that was the latest version. Like, if you bought the, the like, Blu-ray sets that have come out or the DVD, like, the full saga sets and stuff that have all come out. Really? That is the version that you get. That's the ones where, like, Hayden Christensen is the, the Force ghost at the end of um, Jedi, at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. All That's those that. edits are so fucking weird to me. Yeah. It's, and it's all George so Lucas. Weird. It's all George Lucas constantly going back and be like, I want to fix this. I want to fix this. And like all these yeah. years of like people fighting with it, right? So so that's that edit, and it's bad. 
So oh how can this it get episode, worse? So this episode, so so like the first thing people do when when Disney Plus comes out, what version, it. what version of Star Wars do we have? Yeah. That's what everybody wants to know. So yeah. they go watch New Hope, and immediately Twitter is flooded with people screaming the word McClunky for some reason, because apparently, apparently, I can't. Now if you watch it just before that poorly edited frame of them shooting each other which is still in there there's now a very quick frame of greedo screaming the word mcclunky and then that happens and when i tell you it's bad adr i'm gonna tell you that it literally sounds like someone just put that video in front of them with a microphone and said it in 2019 over a movie from 1977 so it doesn't even sound like Greedo, let alone sounding like it fits, like, within the sound of everything around it. Uh, so there's been some, there's been some searching today I to find no out words. what happened. So two things we learned today through the various people needing to know what the hell's going on. Number one, it's George Lucas's fault still, apparently. <laughs> Uh, apparently, right before the sale of of Star of Lucasfilms to, to to Disney, he was working on 3D, 4K, Blu-ray, Ultra re-releases of the yeah. of the films, and this was the thing he did. This was apparently his addition to that scene at this point, which just at this like you just have to at add things point, to that it's scene. At this point, it's just a joke scene. Yes, at which this point, you just add shit sad. every time it releases. So like that's the thing he was doing. Was this is a thing like they're they're like George Lucas did it. It's not our fault. Whatever dumb thing, and this is the version we bought from him. We don't have another version of New Hope. This is what we have. This is what we have the rights to. This is what we bought off the guy. For all we know, he threw the rest of the reels out in the backyard, burned them, and pissed on the ashes because this is the only version of New Hope that exists. Jeez. And so. After some more digging, they're like, then what the hell is he even saying, George? Why is it in there? And it's apparently. Rodian for like uh, you will die or something whatever the hell it is he screams is supposed to be whatever alien language Greedo speaks yeah, for yeah. who shall die so that's just him calling the shot before they shoot at each other why I don't know why, Dale <laughs> why, does, why is this a thing don't know. Why is censorship a thing? Not even censorship. It's George Lucas doing well, it's the like, like. But it's George go- Lucas censoring himself in the early days. He's like, I don't want my good guy to look like a bad guy. And I it's guess. Like, yeah. But no, it's like, George. No, George. I, yeah, talking to you on first name basis. Because his like insistence every time he did these these updates with the bad graphics, and I want to add more of this and that because it wasn't always just the hard shooting people scene it was like oh we updated the explosions to look cooler and oh we added more aliens into this entire scene because i really wanted the place to look fuller but we didn't have money for all the people in the costumes and so like his insistence was always like i just didn't have the money to make star wars look the way i wanted it to a thing that made star wars good by the way (laughs) like the reason star wars is good is because it was clearly constrained 
the reason the prequel trilogy not as good is because George Lucas had more money than God and didn't have anyone stopping him. So <laughs> I like the prequels. I'm the prequels a, are... I am going to go on record right here on our podcast. I've probably said before, I like the prequels. The prequels, they're I will fun. watch them. I'm going to rewatch them now that they're up here because it's been a very long time since I watched them. And I know that they've been largely history's decided they're okay. And I guess I lived through it. I couldn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> But um, I, th- I think I-, I will always believe, though. To me, the entire prequel trilogy is Leia in The Last Jedi saving herself with the worst graphics in the whole movie. That's what, je- that's what the prequel trilogy is to me, is someone said, I want to do a thing, and not enough people or the, wrong, or the, the right people didn't <clears throat> say no. And so the whole thing happened, and we have to live with it now. <laughs> I don't know. So, like... <laughs> So like like George Lucas George Lucas just needs to not have all the money to do everything he wants so that he's forced to cut things because when he doesn't have to cut things he puts everything in there and it just uh. <laughs> that's hilarious to me so yes so that's incredible <laughs> what. I don't. I have no words for it's that. Apparently, it's apparently a derivative of Huddies because the Rodians were people were large. They lived on Tatooine, which was under the Hut rule, and uh, the and the Rodians tended to work for the Huts because they were a subservient species. And so, ma clunky. It's two words. It's a derivative of Huddies for you shall die. So, uh, okay. That's, you just said a lot of words. It's been my. You just said a lot of words that had to do with Star Wars. Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah, that sounds so have you ridiculous. Been? <laughs> I've been good. I have not dive. I have not dove into Disney Plus really at all. Um, other than oh, they screwed the up fr- Simpsons too, but we'll get into that another time. Yeah. Uh, like this morning, we had Simpsons on. Uh. While I was getting ready for work, that was it. And then Devin was talking about um, how gargoyles, something with gargoyles. How um, the the band episode didn't they they took off the wrong episode, so the band episode that existed was still on there, and the one before it was off. But then it came back and all that. So that was. That's really the only diving I've gone into that, other than the first thing being added to my watch list was Jonas. <laughs> That's it. That's really it. We have a free trial right now. Um, and, yeah, but, like, I didn't, you know, I'm at work, so I'm not really watching shows except for on my break. And right now that is being dedicated to Dragon Prince. <laughs> Ah uh, um, yes, Dragon Prince. I'm so excited for season three. Me too. I, I just, I, can't I, I really, wait. I can't wait. I want to see what happens to these characters. I, oh man. I also I think just, you should watch more Shira. I because, do. Like, I, I need to watch more Shira. Like, as soon as I finish Dragon Prince, that's probably gonna be the next Netflix thing, um, as far as cartoon watching goes, um on that streaming because I probably will do another one on Disney or or Hulu or something but I really wanted to rewatch Dragon Prince before the third season and I'm just realizing how much that show has st- 
stayed with me and like and how much how how emotional I get during it. <laughs> yeah, you were texting uh, me and you're like, I started crying and I haven't even gotten to the scene yet. Yeah, like, and I was like, wait, are new episodes out? You're like, no, no. I'm rewatching season one. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> like, like, well, that's the thing is, so, and I don't want to get too, too spoilery because there are people out there who haven't seen it. And this is a show that shouldn't be spoiled for people. Because there's a lot of magical things, legitimately magical things that happen in it that you just need to experience firsthand. Um, it is very well written emotional resonance yeah. among like fantasy stuff. Yeah, exactly. it's really good. Exactly. So like, I was even tweeting about the scene that made me cry and the scene that made me cry before I even saw the scene. Um, but I. But I tried not to include why it made me cry. And that was difficult. <laughs> Nothing like going on Twitter and saying you're crying and not telling people why. Because <laughs> you know what? That's date is what that is well, for the people. Thing, the thing is, is that the way I see it is <clears throat> if people don't know Dragon Prince, this is just going to, they're just going to read it and be like, oh, okay, whatever. But if you will know the Dragon Prince, hopefully they know what scene I'm talking about and what I'm, I'm, I'm just like talking. I mean, I also get emotional over different things that other people get emotional over, but like, I, I'm going to get emotional when it comes to animals <laughs> and I'm going to get emotional when it comes to children needing to be, needing to grow up. You know, like in quicks, basically kids that, not being able to be kids. I bet that second episode of Boy Meets World would really resonate with you on an emotional. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. He, he's not defending a kingdom as a child. Uh, like... No, but he did make $58 for spray painting those shutters. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's just, I, I don't know. And it is. It's I'm remembering stuff and I forget things too, which is nice. Because I'm like, oh, I've been, I've, I've taken enough of a step back where I'm like, oh yeah, that happens, and oh yeah, that's about to happen, and those are the moments where I begin to cry before I should actually be crying, because I'm like, goddamn, it's just so. They pack a lot of emotion and a lot of heart and a lot of like serious shit into, into this cartoon, and I love it so much, and I can't wait for season three. And I'm a hundred percent naming my Zakion. 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 Zation. They said. They said Zaki. They think Z they said Zakion. I thought them. they said. I don't know. I'm naming my dog with the sword, Ava. <laughs> what I'm naming it because of that drawing in the in the credits. I still need some sort of big bushy beard name for <laughs> my whatever the hell it's called. Max. I don't know. That's the first thing that can I, can I fit? Head. Can I fit big bushy beard into a <laughs> Pokemon naming thing? Maybe, maybe with the new one. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I just love Dragon Prince, and everybody should watch it. If it, especially if you liked Avatar, if you were into that, you know, you should give this a try because this is the same people. <laughs> Agreed. Um, but yeah, and other than that, I mean, I saw some movies over the weekend. Uh, the three movies I saw, weird triple feature, because um, I talked about Jojo Rabbit, right? Yeah. Yes, because we, we've seen that right before. Yeah. From Jojo Rabbit and Gemini Man, right, and all that. Yes. Two weeks before, yeah. 
So, um, so this weekend I saw Playing with Fire, Black and Blue, and Arctic Dogs. Yeah, I, I heard this on Say Report and yes, I thought that was such a weird combo. Yeah. Um, hmm. well, very quickly, let me think of how I want to, hmm, how do we want to go through these movies? Do you, what is the thing that comes to mind when you think about these three movies? They're, they're all great and, and incredible and pretty tense at moments. Even Arctic Dogs? Yes! Even Arctic Dogs! A movie I never saw a preview for. It just existed as a standee in the theater for You've a while. You've never seen a preview? I saw previews I don't for see movies, movie. Dale. I know that's true, but not even online or <clears> something. <throat> I guess your, your online searches probably wouldn't point to Arctic Dogs, though, right? Like, that sounds like you're judging me. No, I'm not judging you. I'm I'm more or less judging me. No, it's because I go to places like Netflix that don't have ads. That's, yeah, that's, that's true, too. But it's like you're not Googling. Googling? Uh, the only reason I Google Inc. Arctic Dogs is because I want to know what I would li- is like. I want to know if there's like shady business behind it. It's like Arctic Dogs is a front for the mob. Like, I believe that. I don't know what this is. What? Don't say that. That's scary. <laughs> no, it's a, it's, it's a weird, it's one of, it's like, mm, it's a weird movie, but it's great. It's, it had such heart. I mean, and I say weird movie. I don't think it's weird, but it's not, it's, it's one of those scenarios where it's like, it's not Disney. It's not Pixar. It's not DreamWorks. It's not, it's not anything else. It there's like three is. art houses in the whole. There's like three <laughs> animation houses in the whole country. Where the hell did this it's come from? It's not Illumination. I think it might be a Blue Sky movie. I think it might be a Blue Sky production, which I believe they did. If I'm basing it purely off of how the animation looks, I think it's the same people who did like Nut Job and uh, Norm of the North. I could totally be wrong. So do not quote me on that. But it it has the same feeling of those movies, if you get what I mean. I don't, because I've never actually seen any of the movies you just. That's named. fine. I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen them either. I just have seen trailers and clips from them. Um, but no, Arctic Dogs was really good. And speaking of the animation, it looked beautiful. Like, it's all animals, right? It's got a very strong Zootopia vibe to it um, in a lot of ways. But, like, so it's all animals. And, like, the, so Jeremy Renner is one of – is is playing the t- – the not the titular character, but <laughs> – the, the titular Arctic <laughs> dog. T- <laughs> no, but so he's playing the main um, main character who is a white fox. He's an Arctic fox, right? And the whole opening of the movie is talking about how, um, as a kid, you know, he was taught how to use his, his like, natural abilities to blend into the environment and be invisible and hide and all of that. And he's like, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be one of the, like, male delivery service people because everybody loves them. And I want to be on that team. And they're seen, and they have fame, and, like, everybody, like I said, everybody loves them. They, they're, like, basically, so it's about this delivery service kind of thing, and this delivery, yeah, delivery service, 
And their whole mission and biggest thing that they do is bring, like, medical supplies and food into this secluded, like, little village. And so a lot is riding on them. So that's why they have, like, this fame and this this admiration from the townspeople and are viewed as, like, superheroes in a lot of ways. And that's what... Jeremy Renner's little Arctic Fox wants. I can't think of his name. Swifty. Swifty? Swifty. Swifty? Yeah. Swifty. <laughs> so that's what Swifty wants because, his, like I said, his whole life he's been told, this is how you be invisible. This is how you hide from people. But there are these beautiful moments where he walks in front of a snow pile and completely disappears into the snow pile because of his white fur but the way it is shown the way it is animated is just gorgeous <laughs> it is some of the best um like invisibility animation that i have seen in a long time <laughs> and that alone is what makes arctic dogs like a step above a lot of other movies for me a lot of other animated movies for me. And then you add their textures in that movie, especially with the fur on on some of the animals, was just incredible. And it it's it's it just again brings that appreciation out of me for animation and for everything that goes into an animated um animated feature, you know, animated piece of media or anything. And it also makes me kind of sad that, like, these kind of movies don't get the same recognition that, like, a Disney gets. Or even a Dream... And I love DreamWorks, but... Or even a DreamWorks or an Illumination gets. Because it's not a big name. It's just another animated movie that gets a limited, limited marketing. Like you said, you never saw a trailer. Like, it has very limited marketing. But it has a great, huge cast behind it. But it's also people who, like, Jeremy Renner is known by kids because he's Hawkeye. But, like, Alec... But they're not going to bank on... But... They're not going to bank on Hawkeye when no. they're not a Disney property. Exactly. Yeah. And... Exactly. And, like, um... Heidi Klum is a is a voice. Um, what's it? Uh, Alec Baldwin is a voice. Um, and and I can't and can't call out Boss Baby. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like and uh, oh, why can't I think of her? Angelica Houston? No. Is that, is that Angelica Houston? No, no. I can't think of the last person's name. But like, it's these names big... that are established actors, but They're not like kids actors. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're like a, actors that children's parents are gonna know, but like, that's not enough to get them, you know, to to, to go. But it's just, it is one of these smaller house animations that really deserves the recognition, but probably will never get it, which is sad to me. <laughs> And, like, it also goes to pretty dark places in that, I don't, I mean, you're probably, are, are you ever going to see Arctic Dogs, Zach? Probably not. Okay, so, like, the main, <clears throat> the main thing is that this walrus was, like, uh, 
but he kept coming up with ideas of how to better deliver the mail. Uh, he, he kept coming up with ideas of, um, like, gadgets and stuff, of inventions. And people were basically telling him, you're crazy. Like, this will, this is stupid. This never would work and all of that. So then he goes to the small town and gets a job at the delivery service. And while he's at the delivery service... He's, like, doing a bang-up job. He, he's loved, and everybody, everybody like, is supporting him. But then he comes up with a plan of how to better deliver the mail, and it's all through a tubing system. And, and like, the best way that... I mean, yeah, it's all through a tubing system, but it's powered by, like, this gas and this oil, and um, it, uh, it's kind of, like... I mean, it's like magma or something, but it's like this gas. So he automates um, the system, but it uses fossil fuels. And basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. it's like it's this very toxic th- waste, pretty much, in the core underneath our town, underneath their town, that powers this machine. And so the 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 boss is like, no, get the hell out of here. That is ridiculous. That is diabolical. No, we're not doing that because if any of that gas slips out everybody's dead so then he like goes off and becomes evil and is like i'm going to now destroy your town and by doing the thing that i swore wouldn't happen but you all insisted would so fine i'm gonna i'm gonna do it my own way yeah so (sighs) his, his whole thing is that he's gonna release that tox that toxic Waste is how I'm going to describe it because I don't remember exactly what it was, but he's going to release it and 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 oh, that's what it was. It was it was toxic fumes that changed the temperature. So it was so he closed melting. global warming. He was causing global. He was basically warming. causing global warming, and that's what it was. Is that it was melting all of the ice and melting all the ice caps. So throughout the movie. Things start to get warmer in the town, and everybody's loving it. They don't realize what's happening. And Swifty, obviously, he's the main character. He's the hero of the story, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, this guy is, like, trying to melt us away because nobody supported him and his and his plans of and his, his machine that could have made this happen. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's, like, dark. And it's about global warming. But no That's one's going to see it. That's the real reason no one saw it. It's a conspiracy to stop you from being concerned about the yeah. planet. Yeah. But I loved it. I thought it was cute. It's adorable. And it raises awareness. There you go. That's my TED Talk on Arctic Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... But yeah. But like I said, it was a weird triple fe- feature. Um, because we, the first movie was playing with fire and that was all about, I don't even know, like, it was just so good. It was about family and about like learning, you know, job isn't everything. John Cena's pacifier moment. Pretty much. Or tooth fairy moment. I say that even, I say that except that I think John, John Cena has been perfectly willing to work with kids for ages. Oh yeah. (laughs) He's a perfectly chill dude by all accounts. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would yeah, it's it's definitely the pacifier moment probably because like I think of him in blockers and he is very like 
he's he's kind of lame in blockers, but he's still John Cena, so he's not that right, that's, lame. That, and that's also like, still a, I mean... He's just by, a concerned father. That's right, really that's still what a, it is, that's and that's not teen, really lame. That's, that's still a teen-oriented comedy. A teen, like, that's not family exactly. comedy. It's that's a, a teen-to-adult-oriented like, comedy, yeah. That's the thing. I'm like, that's the only other closer closer one, but it's very not. It's it's not. I, I really like blockers. But anyways, playing with fire was great, and it was so cute, and and oh my god, and it just like made your heart hurt in a lot of ways, but also made your heart feel really good. <laughs> I mean, Nickelodeon's good at that. Harriet the Spy is devastating, um, mm-hmm. at times. Um, Clock stoppers, scary at times. Yep. Nickelodeon's very good at this. Yeah, it really, I mean, they, yeah, it is. And, um, well, like, I remember talking about Dora, and, like, shit happens in the Dora the Explorer movie. Shit goes down. I forgot that was this year. This <laughs> yeah. year has been so long. Yeah. <laughs> like, stuff for real, like, bad stuff happens in Dora the Explorer. But, um, no, it, Playing With Fire was really, it was just cute. And, but, like, the big twist, I'm like, I knew that was coming the minute I saw a trailer. So, I was just waiting for it to happen. But it still gets you. It still gets you right in the heart, man. Oh, it's bad. It's, oh, crying. Well, well acted, cliche, tropey stuff still makes you cry. Yeah, it it's just a cry. thing. Still They're tropes for a reason because they know it'll work. Yeah. And, and, and Black and Blue was just fantastic and incredible. And I remember seeing a trailer for that, and I was like, I could probably pop in and watch that one afternoon. Mm, yeah. Never got to do it, but... It's so good. It's so good that, like, it it just touches upon really interesting issues that are in the world today, and it does... A, it's it's so funny, because it feels like that got overshadowed by 21 Bridges when 21 Bridges doesn't come out for, like, weeks. Yeah. But, but it was just like was, the trailers. Twenty one bridges get pushed. It did. Twenty one okay. bridges was gonna be my birthday movie, and then it got pushed like the day before it was gonna be released. Yeah. So I want. I mean, I. I mean, I'm sure any number of reasons why. But like, it just feels like the trailers for those came out at the same time, and it was yeah. like, watch Black Panther in a Russo brothers produced, mm-hmm. like cop movie, or watch <laughs> this other one with, like, not. Black Panther. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, cool. No, Thanks. but it, it really, like, um, there was one time where we were watching a trailer and Devin was like, it's kind of like John Wick. And it really is. And it's, it's, uh, it's Naomi Harris, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so, it's I like mean, it a, everybody it, is against Naomi Harris. It's like any for, number like, of, one like, person. Right, and it's like any number of like late '90s and early 2000s action movies too. Like the reason that it got my attention more than 21 Bridges, I was like, "Oh, this looks like something I would have watched on like USA sometime in the late '90s," and that's yeah. actually cool. I haven't seen yeah. a movie like that in forever. Yeah, like The Siege. Yeah, I haven't seen a movie <laughs> not to bring Kevin Spacey into anything, but I haven't watched The Siege with Kevin Spacey and Samuel L. Jackson in forever. But that's like the same style of. Like, the same level yeah. of movie I think of when I look at that trailer. But it's just so, so... It's such an interesting movie because it's like everybody is against her. And she is constantly able to get out of the situation that she's in. And it just shows that, like, how how freaking strong she is. And how smart and, like, capable. I mean, she was... Which, this was 
I, I mean, I'm going to say it because it's not that. I mean, it's big deal. It was. I don't think it was ever shown in a trailer, but I'm going to say But, like, she's ex-military, and it's, it's just like, I've seen shit. I can get myself out of this situation, but I still need help. Like, I'm still injured and I'm still, still need someone. And I still, yeah. need, I still need help from someone, but I'm still going to be able to kick fucking ass and, like, get the bad guy. And it does, it, like, touches upon, like, the whole dirty cop trope and, and scenario that exists. Um, it takes place in New Orleans, which I did not know. And it touches upon a lot of, like, post-Katrina ideas. Right, like, like distrust of, like, yeah. dis- distrust of the cops, which already exists yeah, for exactly. good reason in but primarily that, black yeah. neighborhoods, but to then yeah. add on the layers of, oh, the government's already kind of mm-hmm. fucked with us. Yeah. But it's not even that. It's also just, like, distrust and, like, abandonment issues right. that you don't, that I didn't really know too much about, but, you know... It is. Like, it did happen. This, it happened. Yeah, the sort of thing that when you think about, and, oh, yeah, 14 years later, there's still stuff in New Orleans that they never fixed. It still looks like <laughs> yeah. it was hit by, uh, by a hurricane. And it's like, it's just... And New Orleans is such a beautiful city that it's just, this is... We could have done better. We could have done better to help this area, and we didn't. And it's just, that's... It's awful. It's awful. As, and... You know, it's just, but it does, it brings up a lot of interesting ideas, ideas and ideals that I, no doubt, like, are still happening and still coming up about abandonment and all of that. And it's just, it's, it's really, it's just really, really freaking good. (laughs) Like, it's really, everybody should go see Black and Blue. That's what I'm going to say. Is that everyone or, should well, see Black and stream Blue. it whenever it comes out or rent it from wherever because like it, I don't think it's it in should, theaters anymore. I don't. Yeah, maybe not. But I'm just saying everyone should see it at some point, I think, because it's really it's very it's an interesting movie and it brings up a lot of stuff that I don't think people generally think of. Um, and it's just, you know, Katrina, Katrina shook the world in a lot more ways than one. And I didn't even realize that would be a plot point in this movie. And I don't feel bad saying that because, like, uh, saying that or spoiling that or whatever, because, like, that's something that I think would get more people to go watch that movie <laughs> in a lot of ways. Because there's there's people who would see it and be like, oh, it's another cop movie. Okay, it's another dirty cop movie. Right, okay. there's more going on to like, it than just no, the it's, chase. No, it's not yep. just that. It, it, it touches a lot upon, which I... And again, when it, when they started talking about, and I don't, I don't think they ever explicitly say Katrina, but they allude to it a bunch and they, they, they talk about it and everything. And, you know, characters are just mad at each other. There's about how they handled the situation, about how they handled the situation was handled in general and it's just like, wow, okay, that's what this movie is about. It's not about, it's not just about cops and gangs and and how the, the those two worlds collide and how they they are similar and how they're different and all of that. It is also about how this 
natural disaster affected people. And it's just incredible. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> people should watch it. <laughs> there you go. Arctic dogs in <laughs> black and blue. Believe it or not. And playing with fire. And playing with fire. <laughs> that's the one out of the three of them that got the most marketing. So Yeah, really. Yeah, that's, which is interesting. I mean, it's John Cena. It doesn't surprise me because it's John Cena. Like, they're going to people people going to harp on that. And it will For jump up, and it and it will show on, yeah, well, yeah. and Nickelodeon and Paramount and all that stuff. Yeah, but, um, exactly. But well, I, I was going to talk about Death Stranding and my little tank baby, but uh, I would actually save that for next week so I can finish up more of it. Fair I'm going enough. through it so much slower than other people because of work. Like there are people talking on Twitter that like legitimately, definitely got the game on Friday and like I'm done. I was like, how? It's, it's like people have talked about it being like a 50 or 60 hour game. You can't be done with it yet. I'm still in like the first third. I just got a bike so I don't have to go traipsing about the damn place. There's no fast travel in this game. Really? Yes, it's a good thing. It makes the game very interesting. But also, I was so happy to get a thing that made me move marginally faster. Because <laughs> Norman Reedus, Norman Reedus trying to shift things on his back and walk is not a fast man. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Especially when I have to, especially when I have to stop at a safe house to go to the bathroom and look at an ad for a Norman Rita show. Oh my God. <sighs> yeah. yeah. You said that, and I was like, what? Does the shower has, like, the opaque, does the, like, sci-fi future thing of, like, you've got an opaque shower door that's also a computer screen. Oh and so, like, when he sits down to use the toilet, the screen comes up so you don't see Norman Reedus go to the bathroom, and it's just, it's just an ad for Ride with Norman Reedus on AMC. <laughs> Next week I'll have also, Pokemon to talk about. <laughs> he also just crushes cans of mon- of Monster Energy drink to keep going. Because the apocalypse, Monster Energy drink and AMC still exists. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Yeah, uh, and Mads Mickelson because he'll go on forever. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, so you can look forward to Death Stranding it's be, oh my discussion God, it's gonna be and Pokemon po- discussion. It's going to be Pokemon and Death Stranding. It's oh, my God. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be Pokemon Stranding. There's our title. Write Death it down. Pokemon? No. Death- no. <laughs> it's Pokemon Stranding, Zach. Don't even. Uh, that's if we get to Death Stranding. There's a good chance that you just get two hours of Pokemon, that's everybody. That's true. I that's, apologize. It, it could happen. Who knows? This has been, like, my most anticipated video game. Since, like, it was announced, like, barely announced last year. I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> Cannot wait. But until then, that was, a, that was a smooth segue until I ruined it right now. But until then, <laughs> you can check us out. You can find us if you liked what we, if we, if you liked what we discussed. If you have anything to talk to us about, you can find us on various areas. Um... You can find us on YouTube by searching Sarah Report Jr. You could find us on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, any of the podcast apps that you use to listen to us or your podcast or whatever. Find us on there by searching Sarah Report Jr. Um, you can also find us on, I almost said Instagram, but we don't have that. Um, <laughs> Never even looked at the site. Don't know how it works. Um you can find us on Twitter by searching at Sarah Report Jr. And you can find us individually. I am at Dale's Brain. And I am at Zerwiski. And with that, Ruby meowed. <laughs>
She doesn't have a Twitter. <laughs> Maybe I should make a Twitter for my cat. Anyways, I think it's time to get ice cream. Take it away, Liz. I was, I was like, are you I wasn't sure if I was supposed to say it or not. Are you going to send it to Liz? What's going to uh, happen? That was so close. That was so close to a smooth ending. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.